upon further review. A heartbreaker for the Panthers at Minnesota. They would lose 28-27. Joey Slime is firing wide left on a 54-yard field goal on the final play. Panthers trailed 10-7 at halftime, but then they got a pair of Jeremy Chin. Fumble recoveries for touchdowns in the third quarter on back-to-back defensive plays. Just off of Cousins' left hip. Heavy rush coming, and Cousins lost the ball. Picked up by the Panthers, and Carolina will score right up the middle. Chin dunks the ball over the crossbar. Touchdown, Carolina, a defensive score. Cook on the handoff from Cousins, and it's taken away by Chin, but I think a whistle had (laughs) sounded. Chin grabbed it out of the, the pile and took it into the end zone. The Panther sideline is celebrating like there was no whistle. That's going to be a Carolina Panther touchdown. touchdown. (laughs) What in the world? Back-to-back Jeremy Chin touchdowns. Adding a Joey Sly field goal, they led 24-13 late in the third quarter. Teddy Bridgewater, 267 yards, had a touchdown and one interception. Robbie Anderson, the top receiver, with 94 yards and a touchdown. Kirk Cousins for Minnesota, 307 yards and three touchdowns. The final one to Chad Beebe with 46 seconds to go turned out to be the game winner. Calling the signals, asked for the ball, has it. Straight drop, throw wow. end zone, and it is caught for the touchdown, Beebe. Middle of the end zone. Way too easy on that drive. Panthers have now lost six of their last seven games. Minnesota's won four of their last five. Panthers head into their bye week with a record of four and eight. Minnesota now five and seven. I'm Jim Zoki on the Carolina Panthers Radio Network. Thanks, guys. We're joined by Panther Center Matt Paradis now. And, and Matt, uh, obviously, that's about as tough as it gets for a team to come so close to, to a victory and not walk away with this one at Minnesota as well as you guys played for most of the game today. As you look back uh, just from the offensive side, what could have maybe played out differently on the offensive side in this one for you guys? Yeah, I mean, we've got to convert those uh, some of those field goals into touchdowns. We've got to, we've got to get, get, those, get touchdowns in the red zone and, and uh, score more points for our team, you know. Defense did a great job with those turnovers in the beginning of the second half, and we've got to we've got to uh, capitalize when it's on when it's our turn. Matt, it's Mick. We'll talk to Coach Rule here in a bit, but what was uh, his message to to the team in the locker room after this one? That's between us, man. I, I mean, I appreciate you asking, but I'm not gonna um, reveal what we're talking about as a team in the locker room. Hey, Matt, it's Kurt Coleman here, um, and and like the guys are saying, I'm sure you'll look back on this film and, and say there were some some short areas that you guys could have came up on. Um, could you just uh, walk me through that field goal where it was blocked? Was there just a miscommunication? Someone not blocked down far enough, or where uh, were they just able to leak through the uh, through the gaps? I mean, I'm not a I'm not on field goal. Um, I'm not, and I'm not the coach. I'm not going to get into uh, techniques and and or uh, pointing fingers or anything like that. I, you know, we'll have to go check the tape and see what happened. And and uh, you know, obviously, we want that field goal back. But I, I can I couldn't tell you what what the uh, what the answer is right there. Matt, does it sting even more in the fact that the defense and Jeremy Chin in particular, with the two defensive touchdowns, putting points on the board, that the, you guys still weren't able to get the win despite the defense putting that many points on the board uh, in addition to what the offense was doing. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. They they got two uh, two touchdowns. I mean, it's hard. That should that should be pretty much the game right there. You know, we've got to, as an offense, we've got to capitalize when it comes to our our turn. So, I thought they uh, they stepped up and played a, played a very good game. Matt Paradis, Panther Center. Matt, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. 
Thanks, guys. And now joined by Jeremy Chin, two defensive touchdowns on back-to-back defensive plays in this game. That's never happened in the NFL, and it happens on the same day the Panthers don't come away with the win. Uh, we talked about that with Coach Rule, Jeremy, a little bit earlier about the fact that the odds are so in your favor when something like that happens to not come away with the win. I'm sure it takes away all those good feelings you had from those uh, particular plays, right? Yeah, it does, for sure. What uh, – what, what was the, I, I guess at this point, I mean, it's just minutes after the game. It's hard to get over a loss like that. But, you know, what, what do you take away from the fact that you guys played so well all day and then just at the end it got away from you guys? Yeah, like you said, it just comes down to finishing. Um, and winning the hard way at the end of the game. We had an opportunity defensively uh, to hold them and they ended up driving the field. So uh, we just got to finish the game stronger as a defense. Jeremy, it's Mick. Well played. A good game by you. I could not tell on the second one how the ball – did the ball bounce up to you? Was it kicked up to you in that scrum? No, I, I ripped it out, and I, it bounced off, I think, my teammate's leg or something, and then I ended up – it landed back in my hands. Hey, Jeremy, Kurt Coleman here. Um, you know, I, I'm, I think I'm – you, you might have convinced me to get a, a 21 jersey very, very soon. Um <laughs> Can you just kind of walk me through? I thought you guys played a really good game defensively um, for three quarters and about five minutes into the fourth quarter. And then the last two series that they had, did you guys kind of change things up as far as what you were calling or kind of were were the leaders? Were you guys kind of just trying to change up the philosophy of coverage? Um, I don't know necessarily if we, if we changed things up uh, as far as the call, calls-wise or coverage-wise. Um, we just got to finish. We just had to keep that mentality just to close the game out and not letting our opponent breathe and we're on top. Jeremy, it uh, really is NFL history, the fact that you had back-to-back defensive touchdowns. In fact, they looked it up only once in the history of the league as a player had two fumble recovery touchdowns, and that was in 1948. Do you take any of that with you as far as, as the days go by maybe and you get a few minutes away from this loss? Uh, what, a, what a big accomplishment that actually was in the history of the league. Yeah, I never, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was a record or anything. So, I mean, that is really cool uh, being able to say I hold that record now. But, um, you know, it, it sucks to enjoy something like that when you don't take the win with you. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not at this time anyway. Well, 1948, I think it was Diffie Evans we decided, right, Mick? It was the name of the Chicago player. Dippy, that, Dippy Evans? <laughs> think so. Dippy Evans was the other one. Dippy Jeremy Evans. Chin sounds better. Well, Jeremy, uh, <laughs> tough, tough loss, obviously, for you guys, but a uh, great performance by you with the 13 tackles on top of that. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you very much. All right, guys, thank you. We're joined by Coach Matt Rule, and again, it's minutes after a very difficult loss. Coach, we appreciate you joining us. First of all, it's a, always a difficult time, and especially not having some time, first of all, and then a chance to look back at the tape. But as you just kind of replay sort of the ending, I guess, in, in your head, what kind of stands out as maybe the most missed opportunities in a close game to you? Well, I just think, um, you know, if, if if we punt the ball down and they fumble and we have the ball at the 10 with 212 left, we have to end the game. Um, we can't let them drive down a minute 40 unimpeded and then, you know, to drive back and have a chance and kick the field goal. And to me that, you know, that, that I felt like today the players played hard. They made plays, they ripped the ball out. They did certain things. We've got to, uh, we've got to, as coaches, uh, have, have, you know, help, help win the game at the end. And I don't feel like we did. I don't feel like I did. So, uh, this one, you know, stings because, uh, because we had every chance to win and probably should have won, but did not win. 
Coach, it's Mick. During one of your teleconferences this year, you said that for a team to learn how to win close games, they first had to learn how not to do the things that can cause you to lose a game like this. Were, were there examples of, of that uh, in this game today? Uh, you know, maybe, maybe the turnover early on, you know, the blocked field goal, but but I thought our guys, for the most part, I mean, got beaten, man, a couple times down down in the, in the, in the red zone, but I thought our guys played hard. They, they took the ball away from them and scored touchdowns. They they um, made some timely plays. Um, just uh, just just had to make one play at the end of the game, whether it was on offense, defense, or special teams. They did, and we did not. Hey, Coach Kurt Coleman here, and just looking at at the whole defense, I, I felt like it was a really good defensive game plan. I thought the defense played really hard. Um, for the for the exception of the last two series, was there a different philosophy? Were the play calls different? It seemed like the defense was playing a little more not to give up something instead of going to get something. Um, it just seemed like the mindset mindset and the the challenging of the wide receivers and tight ends changed a little bit. Yeah, I think on, on the drive before. Um, you know, we, we, we called some pressures and tried to get after them. They blocked it up, and we were having a hard time with 18. Um, he's, he's obviously a special talent. On the last drive, you know, we, we, we double-teamed him. We played zone. We played man. We, you know, we, we tried to take him away and uh, didn't really pressure them. So, yeah, that was a change and obviously did not work out, which obviously we're frustrated about. So, um, you know, if, I, if we had the ability to go back, we'd probably line up and try to go get after the quarterback. That was really our only way to stop. Their passing game today, you know, if you'd have told me we'd held Dalvin, Dalvin Cook to 55 yards, I'd feel great about it. But uh, uh, we were not able to uh, not able to uh, uh, stop the passing game in the second half. And, Coach, last thing, we'll let you go. We don't want to talk with you but without mentioning the fact Jeremy Chin had two fumble recovery touchdowns on back-to-back defensive plays, so something that's never happened in this league before. As great as that is, does that kind of add to the frustration of not walking away with a win when you have that kind of support from the defense in terms of a points total like that? Yeah, I think anytime you score two defensive touchdowns, you have about a 97% chance of winning. So to not win um, you know, only makes it worse. Uh, you know, I, I feel for the guys. They made those plays, but down, down the stretch, I just didn't feel like we did enough as a coaching staff to help them win it. Coach, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us. 